Hello, everyone. Welcome to Development Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geis, and from, from the Villager Cigar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Nice. Game on. Is it game All on? All right. It's past, it's past the solstice. I mean, this cigar is not quite apropos for timing, but, uh, you know, we, we did it's review okay. it. We did review okay. it. Yeah. So we are talking about the Vega Fina Year of the Tiger 2022. Uh, so Tiger. that was a Toro 6 and an 8 by 52. Uh, comes out of the Tabacalera de Garcia factory in the Dominican Republic. Wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano. Binders from Nicaragua. Filler is from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. Uh, price point is $10.95. And the cigar was released in February of 2022. So with that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um. Overall, thought it was good. I thought it was pretty balanced, uh, which is what I probably most liked about it. Um, yeah, so like not a lot of like spike in any particular flavors. Um, it had all that like traditional kind of you know flavors that I typically pick up in a cigar, right? It's cedary, it's uh, it's nutty, it's uh, you know it's got some nice heat to it, uh, but also a lot of earthiness and sweetness, um, and then that basically. Uh, aside from the last third, it turned a bit too like, like, uh, like, like, tinny and like mineral driven, uh, which is not as good. But um, yeah, I, you know what I thought? I thought uh, um, if you make anything with like the lunar calendar, like it's going to, I just assume it's going to like the Asian Pacific market, like you're aiming towards that. And uh, I think a balanced cigar is a good play as compared to something that's just like, really bold and like ballsy you know so yeah i liked it all right seth what were your thoughts yeah listen i really liked it as well i thought it was really approachable um i really liked the first i thought the first two thirds were really good um like asian spice notes cedar i was getting some dryer some leather got some like soft stone fruit qualities it really just kind of delivered this I don't want to say basic flavor profile, but it was really a flavor profile that was kind of approachable and accepted by a lot of people. Um, and it just had a really good burn and draw. It just, it smoked really well. It was enjoyable. Final third got a little bit, you know, average, but other than that, it was good. John. Right. It was okay. Um, it started out interesting. I mean, it had graham cracker, honey, baking spices. Um, the baking spices are kind of medium strength, which was interesting. There was um, mild earth and leather on the post draw. I mean, it was it was a mild. Uh, I think June kind of said this is kind of a, a aim towards a European uh, uh, Asian Pacific market. So the the profile is a lot more subdued than what a typical American profile is, and I'm okay with that because. I do smoke a lot of European release cigars. And so, you know, I would say being a Canadian, maybe my palate's a little more sophisticated than the average American shots fired. Uh, but I found that in the second third, uh, although it still had a lot of the components, so it had hay and graham, graham cracker and mild wood. Uh, it didn't quite, you know, have that. Uh, it doesn't need to be intense, but it didn't quite, get that same level of complexity so uh it kind of became sweet hay uh as it progressed 
Um, and so like it was graham cracker and hay, which was certainly pleasant, but there just wasn't quite enough to engage me to that sort of good level. And then the last third, uh, kind of took a bit of a nosedive for me. So, um, kind of some hay and mild dry wood. And then the post dry just became like really earthy. Um, and then it became a little acrid and I'm like, oh, this is not kind of what I enjoy. Um, so that was kind of a letdown. So kind of a mixed bag, you know, you had the highs in the first third and you had the lows in the last third. And I don't know, man, um, burn was great. Draw was great. So it had great construction. Yay. Aaron, what about you? Uh, yeah, for me, this car started with toasted cedar and mild black pepper. Uh, got a little bit of a burning paper note that joined in, uh, pretty quickly and then mustiness and dry earth a bit later. Um, second third saw that burning paper depart and the black pepper picked up. And then the final third saw the toast level increase as well as the, the black pepper. Um, I thought the cigar started off average kind of hit with that burning paper note. Um, it was kind of a bit of a detractor for me, but once that left, um, it became more enjoyable kind of actually, this is one of those odd times where, you know, started average and stepped up to good in the second third, which doesn't happen very often for me. Uh, but it fell off again in the final third with that heavy toast. Um, you know, this is the most affordable year of the tiger release that well, any of the brands what was, what was the MSRP on this 1095. Um, so normal price cigar when everybody else is charging, you know, 25 plus bucks for their theirs. Um, but, um, you know, I think it's well worth trying it. Uh, if you want to get step into the Zodiac cigars, because it's, you know, it's a normal price cigar. What a good um, step into the Zodiac cigars. There you go. Yeah. And, um, um, as everybody's having it, they should all just do it together. Yeah. <laughs> or you could say you could walk into it, get it. Like, oh, like Stephen Yen. Oh. Stephen Yen joke. It's easier for you to say it, but not me. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure I would come back to it all that often. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a it's an uh, it's easy cigar to recommend that you try one. So let me, I'll just say mm-hmm. that. Uh, again, the score is going to start at the top with Seth at 6.57. June was right behind at 6.52. Uh, I gave it a 5.9 and John gave it a 5.75. So Seth, how that 6.57 matchup for you? Yeah, listen, I mean, it adds up to that number perfectly. I, I don't know how you <laughs> where I was going with that, but listen, I, I think in today's, I think it's really approachable blend. I think the price is pretty affordable. Um, I think if you're really chasing down all these Zodiac cigars, then might as well chase down this one. Um, yeah. You know, it's always, it's cool. I don't know if we're going to talk about the European version, but it's always cool just to smoke when there's a European version and then there's a U.S. version. Some, you know, if maybe, you don't know, see something's a little bit different, but yep. I mean, what I recommend, don't go chase it down. Let's not, let's not get carried away here, but you know, June will support me on this. June? Yeah, June 652. Yeah, pretty sure I was supposed to take high score on this one because that was supposed to be most fitting. But typical, I'll let the white man take it head ahead of me. Yeah, we always gotta, we always gotta take that one. He's appropriating your scores, man. (laughs) Appropriating your scores, just like Seth. Point oh three, point oh three, man. Unbelievable, man. But I, I totally agree with Seth. I mean, this is, this overall good cigar. It's a really good price point, Um, especially when you like compare to the outrageous price of like, I mean. Like the Davidoff stuff, right? Like it's and it's insane how much of a price gap, uh, especially when I think about the Davidoff one. Even like Drew Estate, uh, that's higher priced. And most of these lunar cigar year, lunar year cigars are uh, pretty like ultra priced. I think aside from this yeah. one that'll be yep. seen, I think, right? Oh yeah. Um, 
especially given that I, and, and the fact that it's just a good tasting cigar for me, um, I think it's a no brainer to, to buy some to try. Yeah. My 5.9 matches up well. I mean, it's an above average flavor profile. Um, I had a couple of uh, times where the cigar went out and I had to do some relates. Um, that was really the only issue. Uh, burn was straight, um, but just odd times the cigar just went out, but otherwise the draw was perfect. So yeah, it matches up well for me. Like I said, it's, um, uh, you know, for a special cigar, it's got a good price to it. So it's worth, worth trying. I mean, Vega Fina typically does uh, well-priced cigars. Um, so, but, uh, you know, some are better than others, but, uh, it's worth trying out, uh, once if you want to see what it's all about, uh, John 5.75. Yeah. It matches up well. You've got a good average subpar, which becomes average. So average profile with a perfect construction. And that's how you get five, seven, five. I will say, uh, all these Zodiac release companies are really missing the boat on pricing. If, if you know anything, the price should be $18 and 88 cents, right? $18 and 88 cents. Just, you know, just throwing out that little nugget for free. Uh, So this is, as Seth alluded to earlier, this is the U.S. uh, release version. Uh, There is a uh, version for the rest of the world, I would say. I don't think it's just Europe exclusive. I think it's just pretty much for everybody else. Uh, And the size difference instead of uh, six and an eight is six and five eighths. Uh, So basically an extra half inch uh, for what you get in this U.S. version um ring gauge i believe is the same yes so um we some of us may smoke it not all of us uh but uh so we'll people I'm guess, report back and the significant difference between the, the heck, two blends i yeah. guess uh or they're probably the same blend just different just that added length so um any other we have the, do we have well, the european well, version we do yeah, yeah uh, well, seth smoked that one first well, yeah, it fucked up. It's all <laughs> wrong thing, man. John, what's the eighteen? What's the eighteen eighty-eight reference? Well, because uh, I, I knew what it was because eight is eight is like a lucky number. It's uh, yeah. it's it's. I can't remember. I always remember four, which is like Gao, and I can't remember what eight is in uh, in Mandarin. Eight means uh, fa, which means uh, wealth. Yeah, like fortune. So it's it's oh. the luckiest of and numbers. Four means death. like, which means literally means death. Four is bad. Eight is good. Uh, So like I said, and I know this because I used to work in telecom. And so there was so many people who had like, um, you know, five, eight, 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 eight numbers. And I was like, oh, you don't want to give up that number. Somebody else is going to get your luck. As a matter of fact, if you go to Asia, especially like mainly China or like Hong Kong uh, or even Taiwan, you get into an elevator. Uh, The elevator, some buildings will skip fourth floor. So they'll go one, two, like three, we skip. Fifth it's like four. We skip thirteen. Yeah, skip yeah 13. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, you guys are really ambitious skipping like four. That's like really fucking early on. I know. That's <laughs> gotta really fuck up. America's like, oh, we'll things. wait until unlucky thirteen. <laughs> yep. We're like, yeah, we're gonna wait a little bit. Let's go with thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing all right for us. We'll go a little bit longer. Yeah. It's just out four. Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right. If you're just catching this video on YouTube or wherever you're catching it, be sure to like it, subscribe to us there, uh, catch the full written review on the website, follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review, review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Tiger, tiger.